Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. Drink, 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 drink. Oh, no. No, Daniel. No, D'Anthony, D'Anthony, D'Anthony. You're getting three D'Anthony's today. Oh, shit. Is that a promotion for me? It is. You know why, though, right? Um, I don't know why. Why don't you tell me? Uh, but was there a was there a game last weekend? I wish there was some rivalry game that's. Oh, I wish I called. God damn it! What was it? What? Up? Uh, yep, yep. It was Ohio State destroying Michigan. Cue play Kesha praying right now. That is for all the Michigan fans, D'Anthony. Holy shit! Just, that, that was uh, that was a pretty pretty epic beatdown. Um, <laughs> Holy cow! Look, I don't. I'm not one to gloat. Who am I kidding? Yes, I am. Um, yeah, you are. Fuck all those Michigan fans. Uh, on the drink on drinking bros sports by the way follow us if you're not on on facebook it's a private group so you can talk as much shit as you want in there to a certain extent i did hear a michigan fan got thrown out of the group the other day um mr steven edward got a little too lippy all year all year round with his michigan memes and then when it they they showed up for the big game well it turns out they didn't show up at all they uh, pulled a David Copperfield, and it was almost as if Ohio State was playing a scrimmage against themselves. I felt like what? What's uh, just out of curiosity? What's um, what is Harbaugh's record now against Ohio State since he's been back at Michigan? Glad you asked that. He's, he's never won once. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, he hasn't oh, won once. Michigan, him. Michigan hasn't won in seven years now. Um, you know, this is really. There's some really 15. good pictures from that game, and it's not of the players. It's mostly of the fans, like children crying in the stands and you, people you, with their hands on their head in disbelief. I love that stuff. You know, have, if we could have been at that game, do you know how much joy I would have gleaned? Well, here's the thing. You called me um, during the fourth quarter of that game, and honestly, that was the happiest I've heard you since, yeah. I think, since that Alabama game where they ripped out the hearts of LSU when we were there. And you were like, man, yeah. I just want to thank you. This is the happiest I'll probably be all week. And I was like, Dan, it's Thanksgiving. And you were like, yeah, I know. I know. I don't really care about family or anything. I just care about souls being ripped out of bodies. And that video that's circulating on the internet, my best friend from college is behind one of those Michigan fans slow clapping. Oh, I can promise you that. Yeah, because we've all passed it around now at this point. I can promise you this. He was slow clapping behind that guy all game just to get under their skin. And if you're a Michigan fan, I don't know where you go from here. It's been 14 out of 15 years. Um, you haven't won in seven. I, I believe Ohio State is 16 and three against Michigan now since the year 2000. So in this century, you've only won three times. I have a, a, a four-year-old who's about to turn five. He has never been alive one day on this earth that Michigan has beat Ohio State. And you have guys like Brad Primo and them who are talking shit. You know, one prayer equals, equals one like for Brad. And I, what do you do? I mean, because this is a long 364 days now that you have to wait to try to win again. Man, that's awful. Um, I, the only thing that I can think that possibly might be worse is that LSU-Texas A&M game that goes into seven fucking overtimes and you lose by two points. I mean, how crazy yeah. was that game? 
Yeah, I was um that that was a that was a a tough game right there, buddy. I mean, the that just tells me that the college overtime rules probably need to look. They they may need to change those a little bit. I don't know because here here's the thing. Look, you have to go it's mandatory to go for two after yep. what the first possession, so it, and it's to eliminate shit like that and it it just it didn't that game just kept going on and on and on look last week i was again on fire goddamn near virtual unstoppable and anybody who's betting uh against me on on mybookie.com cuz uh, again i am the the bank for ohio state all season long i've said that on every single show every drinking bro went all in pretty much on michigan <laughs> oh man and ohio state was getting four and a half that was amazing. The other one that was amazing was I, I called that that LSU game. They were they were minus two and a half, so they won by a half point. Holloway in that, um, right. and then the other upset that I called was uh, Washington State going down to Washington. I called that as well. It was a fucking ho ho holiday in the Patterson household up in this bitch. Um, man, I'm, I am on one today, Dan. I feel really good, and I've got some big predictions for this week. Buddy boy, because this is this is it. This is for all the marbles this week. Yeah, the, I've got some uh, some pain points for this week, uh, and we can get into those in a minute. But the first one is that, and since they're not playing this week, I can I, I'll lead off with this: is fucking Notre Dame won't join a goddamn football conference. So they have to play a, a, a championship game. Um, they're just laying in the cut right now like a bunch of bitches, and I fucking hate them. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, look, everybody's playing a conference championship game this weekend except Notre Dame. Notre Dame's big win of the year that they've hung their little leprechaun hat on the entire fucking year was Michigan. And they won that game yeah. by, by seven points. After the Ohio State beatdown of, of Michigan, now that win doesn't look so great for them. They're in no matter what. They're undefeated. And congratulations for the schedule that you played this year. You are who you are. Um, but they're in. Notre Dame is fucking in. And there's there's nothing you can do about that. There's there's yep. six other teams that are fighting for college playoff bursts this weekend. Unfortunately, Notre Dame isn't one of them. They're they're already in, and they're probably locked into that three seed no matter what, unless something crazy in Alabama, Clemson happens. But obviously, we'll get to that. We have some sponsors who pay for this whole shit wagon to be on the air. First and foremost, Danthony Danthony is mybookie.com. Whoo. Man, that that was I think that was the most bet on game of the year is what mybookie.com told me. Um, yeah, I think by the end of the NFL and 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 college football season we're going to have Drinking Bros winnings up around a million dollars this year. That's well, I they, they did not win very much on that Michigan game. I, man, I don't know whether people really went all in because they believed in Michigan that much or they just hated me. Either way, I'm fine with it. But um, that game, they did, they definitely didn't win. The rest of them, look, they housed. But uh, that one was a, whoo, that was a big one. A lot of people believed in that team. Um, but you can go to mybookie.com. Any deposit you put in with the promo code Drinking Bros from one hundred all the way to three thousand dollars automatically doubles your deposit. That's right. They're still doing it. Uh, they're probably still doing it because let, let's face it, they want a shit ton off that Michigan game. But uh, yep, fuck them. Um, we're going to get them back this week because I've got some more upsets this week. I was on fire last week with the upsets. I got some more upsets this week, and I like my fucking chances this week. I'm going to try to get out to one of these games too, by the way. Um, we had we, Look, we had Benny Daniels on from, uh, uh, what was it, Tickets to Now? Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, online, and um, I'm gonna man, I'm gonna try to get out to hopefully that Big Ten championship or that's that SEC championship just to see these teams one more time in person if I can before the playoffs start. Um, I really want to get just one more look see, one more peek see up close. Little peek see. We we've seen all of these teams up close at least once now. I want to see them one more time. I, I'm, and we'll get to this in a second, but I think one more look up close would really fucking help um, going into this. But uh, we'll see how this weekend shakes out. Head on over to mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros. $100 to $3,000 doubles your deposit. You bet three, you got six in the motherfucking bank, dude. Come with us. We've been on fire this year. I, the, I, the percentage raised after this week, we're now over 79%. So, uh, and shout out to Kelly Stewart, man, um, from, from CBS and, and my wager TV who came on last week, that girl dropped knowledge. How was yeah, she I had fucking crazy? Week, or? I, I listened to the show afterwards. She was really good. She um, was great. Um, man, uh, she had some great tips for people, uh, who are new betters. Like, you know, she doesn't lay on fucking away teams in the NFL and all that other shit. And it makes sense, man. I was watching a lot of her games this weekend and, uh, she's great, man. Shout out to Kelly Stewart or Kelly in Vegas on, uh, on Instagram. She was fantastic. Uh, yeah, next she's up. She's got a real, like, uh, Matt Damon and Rounders methodology. <laughs> yeah, she really does. I would love, I, I would kill to see you guys on the show together. So look, uh, hopefully we'll be in Vegas soon in January. Maybe we can get her on for the Super Bowl or the playoffs because she was yeah, we'll definitely fucking great. I'd like to see you guys go head to head because she's in, she's deep into the numbers like you are. Yeah, she's she's uh, super sharp, especially on college stuff. She she knew uh, she knew who was in, who was out, uh, how teams played on the road, shit like that. Super important when you're gambling. Yeah, and she lives that life, man. She really does bet every weekend, like she says. So that's no joke. She's been going at it hard for 12 years, and uh, God bless her, man. I, I hope to get her back on. Um, hopefully, with all three of us, it'd be great. Yeah. Next up, we've got ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Whoever took advantage of their Black Friday sale, congratulations. I got a bunch of emails saying, yo, man, I really appreciate that hookup. It was $800 off a bundle package on uh, ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. I don't know that they're going to have a deal that big the rest of the year, but the, they did leave in some where it's like $300 off, $400 off, and I believe 500 with the adjustable base and the mattress. They got free pillows, and man, if those aren't the most comfortable beds on the planet, I don't know what is. It's one of those things, too, where it's Christmas time, and sometimes, you know, I, look, me and my wife did this this year, where it's just like you want a big gift, so you go in together on something, and say, all right, we're doing this together. A mattress is one of those items. I can promise you it doesn't disappoint. We've all had these goddamn mattresses and love them. Um, super grateful that they're a, they're a sponsor because, yep. look, man, there, there's a lot of people that are writing in saying this, really, this bed really helps me. So uh, that's why they've been on for, shit, close to two years now. You love them too, Dan. Oh, yeah, I've had one. I, I actually bought one not long after they became a sponsor just out of curiosity. And uh, now I own several, so... Yeah, it's weird. It's one of those companies where I, everybody who thought we were talking shit about it was like, man, a mattress is too big of a purchase for us to fuck up like that. Like, yeah. you know, it's one thing if you're buying a bar of soap or something, but and you don't like it, and it's like, all right, sorry, it was eight bucks, but... I wouldn't. We wouldn't do that to you on a mattress, man. That's too important. It's too big of a, well, a, a buy in the household. We're we're also pretty uh, pretty careful about the soap we recommend because sometimes JT shoves bars of soap up his ass, so we have to be really, yeah, you have to be super <laughs> careful about that too. Man, 
who knows if he's stuffing grenade soap up his asshole. But uh, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. Still got a ton of deals left for the holidays. Great, great mattress. Uh, and last but not least, did D'Anthony? Uh, this is not last but not least. Um, I always, I always forget that, that you're you're the Black Rifle King over there. Why don't you tell him what Black Rifle's doing? Oh, Black Rifle's doing all sorts of stuff. Most importantly, and we have a lot of great deals going on right now. We're releasing weird ass content like uh, Doctor Steve's uh, hydration mayonnaise. If you see, if you see that, one of the funniest that. videos you guys have ever done, by the way. Yeah, it's ridiculous, and we've got another one coming out soon. That's some kind of. Uh, I can't really get into it, but it's it's even weirder than that one. So um, our best deal is our coffee club. Join the club. You get about 20% off your coffee, free shipping. Uh, you get access to exclusive deals, uh, partner deals, all kinds of shit. It's great. Yeah. Um, and uh, speaking of new videos, I, I can, I, I'll say this now. This will be the exclusive. Matt and I finally collaborated. You guys have asked for it for a long time to do a rap song. So we did one for, for Black Rifle. It's about, uh, I believe it's about Red Lobster. And um, that'll be dropping soon in a couple of weeks. Uh, you want to talk about fucking weird. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, if you're, if you're into uh, Cheddar Bay Biscuits, you're going <laughs> to like that song is all I'm saying. Oh, I love those goddamn things. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. You guys had a monster Black Friday sale. I took advantage of it. Um, you got to sign up for the Coffee Club of the Month program. That is where you're going to get your best deals why? Because they send you a fucking email. Like, I got an email from Black Rifle when I woke up that morning that said, hey, asshole, it's 40% off. Go, go to the store and buy shit. And I was like, oh, thank God. Because I'm too dumb to keep, like, like, to remember to go back and check. I forgot about Black Friday. Black Rifle Coffee did not let me forget. I got a bunch of awesome shit. Um, not only do they yep. have the best coffee on the planet, they got some of the best apparel. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Type in the promo code SPORTS for 20% off. Speaking of apparel, we are doing the Army-Navy game live from Philadelphia on December 8th. Live show, 11 a.m. Um, we got our own lots. We'll be with Nine Line. We'll be with Stateside Vodka. And we will be with FreakerUSA.com. Freaker is putting out bottle warmers for, for all of us, dude. Uh, Drinking Bros Podcast. Jared's got one. Uh, Instructor Earl's got one. Gene Vandenham has got one. Bitch, I operate. Matt Best has got one. These fucking things are amazing. And we've also got socks, Drinking Bros podcast socks. The quality on these fucking things is amazing. Why are yeah, we doing really these? Good. Yeah, why are we doing this on the sports show too, you ask? Simple. They're the only ones with an NFL and NBA license and college. They have college for, for socks and fucking bottle warmers, everything, man. Um, I, I don't know how they did it. I still, like, yeah, I still can't believe it. They've got deals all over the place, and, and they run such a small organization, but they're very efficient. They're in Bucky's, like the big uh, chain gas station here in fucking Texas. Dude, they were at uh, Top Golf, man, when we were playing there. Yeah. Um, yeah. In- incredible, man. And now, they're, they're look, they're a sponsor of our show, and they have – it's us on the fucking bottles and the socks. Go to FreakerUSA.com. That's F-R-E-A-K-U-S-A.com. Type in the promo code DRINKINGBROS for 20% off of – Everything, uh, NFL, NBA, all the all the, your favorite players across the board in college, or you can buy us. Just they, they got to get a Drinking Bros five pack where you can get all of us on you know your fucking I like to face. Do is um, uh, when I'm pounding off, I use the Vandenham bottle sleeve. Somebody did that. Um, Somebody put Matt Best's bottle sleeve on their fucking dick. Yeah, we put we posted on Drinking Bros Instagram. Did you see that? 
Yeah, it was unfortunate. I knew that was gonna. I knew somebody was gonna jack off inside of Matt first. Is that weird? <laughs> no, it's not weird at all. I, and it, it, is it weird that I was also disappointed that it wasn't me? Um, it's like being a kid. Like you, you grew up Catholic, right? But nobody ever uh, molested you, and you've been butthurt about that ever since. Yeah, and like, dude, I'm, I feel, I feel shitty that I wasn't jacked like, was off. Was I not into a sexy first. enough child to get fucking uh, raped by pedophiles? Come on, man. Yeah, I don't know what kind of game they're playing over there in the Catholic Church? But I don't like it. I don't either. Look, go to freakerusa.com, buy a Gene Vanderham and jack off inside of it, and send it to me. Um, I don't, I don't want to feel left out in the cold. Wait, when you say send it to me, do you want him to send the soil? freaker or do you want a picture what do you want i want a pick i'll take a pick in a video i don't need the the dna portion of it <laughs> you know what's funny man when we first met with freakerusa.com to do this deal um for you know the socks and all this other shit they were like hey man i guarantee you somebody jacks off in one and i was like fuck off that was the first you- thing they said and sure enough boom that, that's what happened Wow. Yeah. It was really funny. Well, he goes, dude, I guarantee it, man. Your faces are on it. We listen to your show. You guys are disgusting. Somebody's going to jack off into it. Those things weren't out a week, and somebody was already jacking off into it. So congratulations, Matt Best. You were the first one to get jacked off inside of. Yeah, nice. Um, big week, D'Anthony. Big week. Um, championship week. Whew. Championship week across the board. I, man, I've got some fucking bold, bold predictions on tap. How about you, my man? Um, yeah, I, I don't know if mine are bold, but I've got some predictions. Well, my, look, mine are. So I, I'm, I'm stoked to get into it. Let's start with college football. Utah versus Washington. This is for the battle of, well, nobody goes to the playoffs is what that's the battle of. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing with the Pac-10, man. It's been a weird conference for a few years, and uh, it certainly didn't help that you got two nine and three teams playing. Uh, Washington is minus five in this game. Utah at Washington. Utah's got some injuries. I'm taking Washington in this one by a touchdown, and I, I feel yeah. pretty positive about it. How about you? Yeah, I mean, Utah lost to Washington last time, uh, and then they've lost back-to-back games. Uh, uh, they've only scored under 30 in one of the last like three games since then, I think. But, um, you know, Washington's laid that spanking on Washington State. Um they did, and look, I, I feel I almost feel bad in a way for Washington State. Uh, to all you Cougar fans out there, I'm I'm sorry that I bet I bet against you. I got picked against you guys last week. I just I had that feeling, man, that the, that run was was about to end. I I actually wanted to see you guys keep going. Washington is is too disciplined of a team, and once that snow started falling, holy shit! Could you even see any of that game? There was about two feet of snow on the ground, falling falling continuously throughout that game. No, I don't know how. Uh how anything got done out there honestly i don't know what it looks like at field level but from the from the camera feed it looked like shit yeah and, the, and look the other thing about it is you want to slow down an offense that passes every single down including fourth nothing will do that more than a goddamn blizzard it was a fucking nor'easter out there and i feel bad for those kids uh it was a fun story man and uh you know unfortunately uh, the Mississippi mustache is probably out of the Heisman race because of it. Um, but because of that game and the way Washington looked, I'm taking Washington over Utah by at least seven. I think you're fine to bet this at minus five here. Yeah, I got the same. Next up, this is whew, uh, some might say this is the toughest game of the weekend. This is number 14, Texas. Yeah, against this is a good one. Oklahoma. I, I- the spread is seven and a half for Oklahoma right now. Well, this, look at the over under is seventy eight and a half, uh, that, which is insane to me. I mean, yeah. 
fuck how how do you guys get away with this shit and i like i'm really curious to see what's going to shake out next week if if oklahoma ends up winning this game of of who they're going to choose because there's no fucking defense in this conference when your overs are 79 points like this yeah no shit that's crazy man it's crazy and the fucking in the big 12 here's here's one good thing though um I think it's great when rivalry teams end up in championship games against each other. Same. That's fucking great. I think uh, Oklahoma State at negative or at minus seven and a half is interesting. Uh, neither of these teams can play any defense at all. Um, so I think it's going to be just the same as the last game, to be honest. It's going to be a shootout. Both teams are going to score probably in the mid to high 40s. Yeah, look, I, I've been 10 and 2 on Texas picks this year. I don't know why. Yep. Um, it's not like I'm a Texas homer or anything. I've just been on fire. Sometimes, man, throughout the year, you just get a beat on one team and and you're able to exploit it all year round. I'm gonna say that Texas wins this game. Actually, um, yeah, I, I've got them. I've got them covering the spread. I don't know if they'll win or not, but I, I would definitely bet this game. I'm I'm gonna take Texas to win. I think they're gonna win the game outright. I think watching having game footage now of this kid, this Kyler Murray kid for Texas, yeah. Uh, is going to help. And, and when you play him again, I mean, look, if they're able to shut him down somehow, that that is it. They have no defense and nothing else. So I, I'm going to say that, that Texas wins this game. I think Tom Herman finally gets that, that's, uh, that championship there. And, um, you know, at, at very worst, take this now because I think it's probably a one-touchdown game. It could be uh, one of those things where the last team who has the ball is going to win. And it's seven and a yeah. half. Get it now before this goes down. That way you're, you're at least covered by that half a point. But I'm taking Texas to win this week. Yeah, that's, that's what I have in my notes is whoever has the ball last is probably going to win this game. So it's definitely not going to be seven and a half. No. Um, next up, we got Drake at Iowa State. Now, Drake took a beating from Pusha T early on this year. I'm surprised <laughs> that he's playing football now. Oh, wait. <laughs> That is a Division One school that should not Apparently be playing in top twenty-five. Apparently, this is a university. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is team. This yeah. I actually, my notes say L O L in all capitals <laughs> next to this. Um, there's no fucking spread. The tickets. I can on ESPN, I can tell you what the spread is. Six 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 six. <laughs> yeah. You can buy tickets to this game for two dollars right now. Two dollars. That no, yeah. this is no live. You go on StubHub. Tickets are going for two dollars <laughs> right now. Homegirl oh, so, Kelly Stewart. She was she was from uh, Ames, Iowa. She was telling us about the fucking shithole that that place really is. Yeah, this is the lowest you know that, I've ever seen on StubHub. Two dollars for tickets on this. Do you know what your commission is on that? Ten cents probably. Yeah, I mean that's garbage. I don't. I don't. <laughs> uh, it's this is embarrassing to me. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happened. I don't know if this is a makeup game for something that happened earlier in the year. I didn't even bother to look it up because Iowa State's going to win. But um, look, God bless Drake in this one. Um, yeah, I, it's God's plan for them to be in this. Uh, and I know this isn't his team necessarily, but I just want to say Craig Dulesky can go fuck himself. Um, <laughs> He's going to be at the, the tailgate, um, the I'm Army sure Navy will, yeah. live show. Oh, good. I'll, I'll punch him in his dick when I see him again. Yeah, you'll get to see him in person. Stuff. Yeah, good. Yeah, so look, views from the six. Good luck to Drake. Um, God bless. And, you know, I, look, remake Degrassi. I think Iowa State should just play Degrassi Junior High and call it a yeah. day. I could go on Drake puns probably the rest of the show if you Would want me to. Would they play uh, CFL rules or NFL rules? <laughs> <laughs> Not sure yet. Not sure what is going to happen with Drake. Um, I wonder if they're going to come out to Rihanna. 
Well, we'll see. Um, next up, ooh, this this is uh, this is another big one for for Mr. Patterson. This is Memphis at UCF for the title yeah. for the American championship game this is the defending national champion ucf look man that's this crushed my soul i watched this this ucf team last week when uh milton went down um i, I felt bad for that kid I, yeah I, I, look regardless this week though this is a three this is three and a half right now um this spread and uh i i'm i'm saying memphis wins this game outright they've got to be deflated we haven't seen this team play without milton in two years, um, except for what a half of football, yeah, a couple couple of halves of football maybe, um, and Memphis is one of those teams that gives them trouble. I mean, uh, last year it took them two OTs to beat Memphis, and this year they only won by one point. Now they're missing their fucking quarterback. I got to say, Memphis has got to be favored here, right? No, they're they're getting three and a half points in this one. Surprisingly, well, no, I'm not talking about the line. I'm just saying logically to me, it seems like they should be favored. Here. Yeah, look, I, here's the way I looked at it, and this was, you know, I had this marked on my on my in my notes from last week, I, with or without that quarterback Milton, I still had Memphis winning this game. They, they're they are the only team that has played this this UCF team tough over the last two years. I, I, beating a team three times in two years is really, really fucking difficult, let alone without your, your starting quarterback. I, I'm going to say Memphis finally gets over the hump on this one and beats UCF. I, I think you're fine taking the three and a half points in this one, but uh, this is going to be a street fight, and this is a, a 3.30 game that, uh, look, a lot of people are going to be watching because if something happens in, in the top of this group here, uh, UCF still has a shot for the playoffs. Uh, yep. Next up, we got number one Alabama uh, against Georgia. This is in Atlanta, so uh, you might ask yourself: Is this a home game for Georgia? It's not. Athens is about two hours away. Birmingham yep. is about an hour and forty-five away. So it's equidistance for both of these fans. Uh, when we go to uh, these games here, I went to the Alabama the FSU game. Um, it's pretty equal. Alabama has a pretty good turnout. So I, I imagine this will be pretty equal as well. What isn't equal is the line in this. This is Alabama by 13 points. Are yeah, you, that's a big spread. Were you expecting a spread that high? I wasn't. Uh, I mean, at 13 and with an over uh, of 63 and a half, they're expecting the game to end 39-25. And here's a little unpacking that. Bama's averaging only 32.7 points per game against ranked SEC teams this year. Meanwhile, Georgia's averaging 29 points per game against ranked SEC teams. To me, that math doesn't work out. If, if Bama had a great defense, then maybe I would, I would buy that. Um, but uh, the bet here is that Bama's going to win by two touchdowns. I'm not terribly confident that's going to happen because their defense isn't that great, and I think Fromm is a good quarterback. But... Uh, Tua has been—he's been lighting it up lately. The other thing to consider is—is is he completely healthy right now? Because he's been gimpy for the past month or so. So, what do you think? I'm gonna I, I, look. I think I, I don't think this Georgia team is 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 that great this year. Um, they've been kind of hit and miss to me. I I, I think Fromm is Fromm has looked great at times, and then at others he hasn't. It's also hard when you have the number one ranked quarterback from last year's class sitting right behind you in this Justin Fields kid, and a lot of people want to see him play. I think Bama does cover this spread, actually, so I'm going to take Alabama in this game. Yeah, I mean, I think they're going to win, obviously. I don't, I don't think there's any question they'll win the game. 
I just don't know if it's going to be 10 or, or, or 13 or 14, to be honest. I don't think it'll be more than 14, which is why I'm not going to bet this game. Yeah, I mean, look, it's, it's, champion, it's championship week, Dan, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bet this no matter what just to, just to have a little something on it, you know, a little taste, yeah. um, a, little, a little taste in my mouth. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, uh, whew, whew. I'm going to, I'm going to definitely, I'm, yeah, I'm going to say Alabama on this one. All right. Let's, let's let it ride then. Let it ride. I think you're good before this, this hops back up. Uh, next up, fucking Fresno State. That's son it. of isn't a there bitch. A fucking, isn't there a drinking bro that keeps talking about Fresno State? Yeah. Yeah. And drinking bro sports on Facebook. Again, sign up. It's free. Um, it, it, you know, it's easy and, uh, you can talk shit. And I like this. I like the fact that there's fans of weird universities out there. Oh, yeah. Um, I buried this motherfucker and picked against Fresno State last time, who, whoever that guy was in Drinking Bro Sports. And look, they're playing Boise State, and it's at Boise. The spread is minus two and a half for Boise. You know my fucking rules. I always bet on Boise. Man. Yeah, and you know, to be honest, I mean, they played, uh, they played a while back, and Boise won, uh, won by a touchdown, and I think Boise had a pretty bad game that day, actually, so... Uh, and that, it wasn't because of Fresno State. They just had a bad game. Their quarterback was off a little bit that day. I, I was actually watching some of the game tape yesterday. Um, I think uh, this is a 10 to 14 point game right here. This this two and a half line. I would definitely bet this. I do too, man. And I just don't see Fresno State coming into this cold weather in Boise, um, especially for a night game. This is a 7:45 game, and, and winning this by you know, because look at two and a half. Essentially, you're saying that they're going to win by. One point or whatever, like there's no fucking way. Uh, yeah, no it's way. Boise all day in this to me. Um, yep. This this is an easy one to me. And Boise, yeah, temper- it, you've been great to me again this year on picks. Yep. So super stoked about that. Temperature <laughs> at start time is going to be 39 degrees by the time, uh, and they they consider start time 6:45. Actual kickoff will be more like uh, uh, right at seven o'clock, and by you know, the end of the first period, it's going to be fucking 25 degrees there. There's no way Fresno State is going to be able to operate like that. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you on this one. Um, next up, we got the night games rolling in. Now we're going to – this is where things are start to get heated. Um, not for this first game. This is Clemson at, against Pittsburgh. This is at Charlotte's. Uh, again, this Clemson spread is minus 26. I feel like every single game that Clemson has played this year, it has been minus 26. I know there's been a, quite a few of them, uh, but you know, like Clemson's obviously going to win this game. Um, How is Pittsburgh ranked? They got house last week. They're they're I still hanging they're on. Seven and five, dude. They're seven and five, and they're then, ranked because they won the ACC. Are they they uh, uh, Miami fucking uh, sucked this year? That's why. But they got absolutely chooched last week, and they're yeah, still they in got- the top twenty five. I mean, they lost they lost to Miami twenty four to three last week. And Miami yeah. is a seven and five team. Yep. That just that seems insane to me. Look, I've not been correct on on Clemson all year round. It's just simply for the fact of it, it's always been twenty six, and, and that's always a dangerous spread. And this one, I'm actually going to tell you to take it. I think Pittsburgh's awful, and I think yeah, Clemson wins by twenty eight. I I think they're bad. I think uh, usually my cutoff for particularly a conference game is twenty five. Anything over that, I'm like, uh, we'll see. If it's Alabama versus like fucking uh, some shit shit college, then yeah, sure. But 
Uh, I think you're pretty safe at 26 right here. I think Clemson's got to come out and make a statement. Yeah, and look, I think uh, Alabama wins first team in. Notre Dame is already – actually, Notre Dame is already in because they don't play a conference championship. They're first team in. Alabama, yep. second team in. Clemson, third team in. Who is the fourth team in, D'Anthony? D'Anthony, you're oh asking. It's the last well, game of the night, my man. It's it. This is, this is going to be for all the marbles. This is uh, Northwestern against Ohio State. This is at a neutral site in Indy, Indianapolis. Um, right now, this spread is at uh, 14, which is dangerous to me. Um, and I'll tell you why. I think Ohio State is, is going to win this game. Northwestern is a fucking dirty, grimy-ass team who grinds it out. The, they're the equivalents of the SEC's Vanderbilt, where you're just like, man, I just don't want to fucking play that team. I know they're yeah. going to play hard for all, you know, the, the entire fucking game. It's going to be... It's going to be a street fight this whole fucking game. As much as I hate to say this because I'm the fucking house for Ohio State, I don't, I don't like that at 14. I think it's a, probably a 7 to 10 point game. Ohio State needs to win by 14 plus to make a statement for the playoffs um, just in case Oklahoma lo- wins. If Oklahoma wins, Urban's got to go for it all and try to drop 60 on these motherfuckers. If Oklahoma loses, I think Ohio State grinds this game out and takes the last seed in the playoff and says, fuck it. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing because Georgia is definitely going to lose to Alabama. And if Ohio State wins and Oklahoma loses, that's it. That's it. Like, we're in and, and that'll do it. And that's my prediction. So I think Ohio State is that fourth team in and, uh, and that'll be it. If not, though, let's talk about the possibilities if not, Dan. Um, let, okay. let, we'll start with the first one. Let's say Georgia beats Alabama. Do two SEC teams get in? Uh, yeah, of course. Absolutely. I think Clemson, and if, if Georgia beats Alabama, my opinion, Clemson and Alabama flip-flop, Georgia probably goes to three, Notre Dame goes to four. That would be my, that's how I would rank it. Because you, you can't give, this late in the season, especially in a conference championship game, you can't pull that recency bias shit. Just because Alabama just lost their first game doesn't mean they're not still one of the best teams in the country. I, I agree. And look, we again, we've seen Alabama up close. It'd be nice to see them one more time, but uh, nobody's been close to touching this team all year. They've steamrolled everybody, except for the Citadel in the first half. Whatever fucking magic potion they were taking, yeah, give that to Georgia, I guess. But uh, um, I, I don't, I don't see Georgia winning. But if they do, yes, I, I'm with you. I think two SEC teams probably get in, and Ohio State and Oklahoma are on the outside looking in. Um, yeah, I mean, but to be honest, if Georgia loses to Alabama and it's anywhere near a close game and then Oklahoma and Ohio State both lose, I still think Georgia gets in because Michigan sure as shit isn't getting in. Oh, I, I, I 100% agree, but let's face it. That's not all going to happen. There's just no no possible way that's it going to happen. very unlikely, yeah. And, and then the next teams down the list are Florida, who's got three losses, and then Central Florida, who, you know, I I don't know. I mean... The CFP committee said, yeah, we don't really take injuries into account necessarily for the rankings because we rank teams based on their performance thus far. But for seeding for the playoffs, he said he would take that into account. And when they're missing their fucking quarterback, there's no way they're going to put them in the top four no matter what happens. Yeah, unless unless Oklahoma, Georgia, and Ohio State all lose and UCF rolls Memphis, I don't think you have a choice but to put them in. And that's just my personal opinion, and I think you should at that point. Um, if, if Ohio State loses and Oklahoma loses and Georgia loses, I, I say give it to those kids at UCF. Yeah. 
Um, I'd hate to see it happen at this point, though, with their quarterback. I know. They would get fucking destroyed by whomever they played. And then they would forever be talking about their goddamn quarterback. Oh, we would have fucking, I could have thrown a football over that mountain. (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Fucking Uncle Rico, that shit. Nobody wants to hear that. Oh, boy. That's a a tough one, man. I feel for those kids. I mean, to go on a run like this for the last two years is is hard no matter what you're playing. If it's fucking checkers or college football. And, uh, man, that sucks. Because I think, look, if, if that Mellon kid's healthy, and he plays, and let's say they, they were able to beat Memphis this week, then, you know, I, I would have made a case for him to say, G- give him a shot. Even if Ohio yeah. State and all that other shit happens that I say is going to happen, I almost say give these kids a shot. But we'll see. We'll, we'll yeah, see what we'll happens. See. But I'm with you. I think, look, if Georgia somehow wins, that's going to throw a wrench in this whole goddamn thing. And yeah. look, because if you have Georgia winning – and Oklahoma wins, and Ohio State wins, then you're going to have you know four one-loss teams right there, yep, right at the top. You know, Clemson and Notre Dame will be your two only undefeateds, and then what? Then what do you do? Um, if if Alabama, I, st- I still think I still I th- I think Alabama will still be second unless they got just shit housed by fucking Georgia. That's what I was going to say. Let me ask you this: If Alabama gets shit housed somehow, let's say they don't show up like Michigan did, right? Yeah. Because uh, it's it's certainly possible um, that that sixty two that that Ohio State dropped on Michigan, I, I I thought we would win. I did not see that number coming, nor have we ever yeah. hung that number on them in the history of our program. Let's say you had a game like that, then yeah, what? Then, then you that, st- you still put Alabama in. Let's say they lose sixty two to thirty five or whatever whatever it is. I, I think the lowest Alabama can drop unless they have a major injury is third. To be honest, okay. Well, that's why they play the games, D'Anthony. I gotta, man, I gotta go to one of these. Um, yeah, man, uh, Jesse, my wife's mom's in town. I'm gonna maybe I'll, I'll see if Jesse wants to roll out to one of these motherfuckers. Um, man, I gotta, I gotta get in the action, Dan. Let's switch on over to the NFL. We got some, we got some big ones here. We got some, yeah, some good games this week. Biggins. Usually that Thursday night game is shitty. It's real shitty. This week, it's real interesting. Why? Yeah. We got a lot of fans in Drinking Bro Sports that are diehard cowboy lovers. I've never seen so many cow- What the fuck is the deal with the cowboy fans? I don't know, man. Uh <laughs> It's it's weird to me. It's not like it's not like uh you know how cub there's cubs fans all over the country. Yes. I lo- by the um, way, I love Cubs fans. And if you yeah, go to a too. Cubs they're game, like, they're they're all great and lovable and like, yep. hey, we're drunk and everything's awesome. Cowboy fans actually believe they're going to win the Super Bowl every single week. And you're like, in what world? What fucking world are you going back to the Super Bowl again? Yeah. It's not, not this team. It's not that quarterback. It's not your coach. You're not going back to the Super Bowl again. They've won four in a row. They're now sitting at six and five. They're four and one at home. But guess who's rolling into town on that Thursday night game? The New Orleans Saints at 10 and one. And the spread is minus seven and a half for New Orleans. I'm sorry. Let me go to Bank of America and push all of my money into the table on this. Are you yeah, fucking man, this, kidding? I, I've got I've got Saints plus ten. Same. Uh, I, this this seven and a half is fucking crazy to me. Like they do they know something we don't know? I don't know. I, I I'm, I'm trying to I'm staring at this game all day trying to figure it out. I'm like, man, did something happen? Did something happen to, to Kamara? No, because they got Ingram. Yeah. Did something happen to their you know to, to Michael Thomas? Like no, nothing happened to Breeze. No, nothing happened to anyone. Fuck, I think the Saints are so goddamn good they could probably win with that backup quarterback, uh, Teddy Bridgewater. 
Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, uh, th- yeah, this is weird to me. Like, I usually try to. I, I think it's healthy to question yourself. Like, uh, I yeah, did I too. Pretty, like, if I feel too confident about something, I'm like, oh, maybe I'm fucking wrong here. But we're at eighty percent on the season. I'm feeling pretty good about this one. Yeah, man, I feel great about this one. And uh, shit, you know, look, Xander from uh, H Factor Waters always got the hookup in Dallas. It'd be rad to go to this one. But there's so many great games this week. It's just like, wh- yeah. what do you do? What do you yeah. do with this one? Yeah, I, I'm betting Saints all goddamn day. And I'm looking forward to this because there's a lot of fantasy implications that are that are popping up with this one too. Um, and we'll get to that uh, after these picks, D'Anthony, because it looks like in your division, it's uh, you and, and my wife, actually, who were the top two seeds in, in that fantasy football champions league over there. Yeah, that's right, yep. I believe she's the number one overall seed. Um, yeah, she's, she's, she's way ahead of me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'm way ahead of everybody in my league and Drinking Bros Champions League, too. Uh, also in that underdogs league, um, number one in that too. I don't look. I don't want to keep bragging about myself. We got some NFL games to pick, but uh, I do want to talk about fantasy afterwards and give you guys some tips heading into the playoffs. It won't work in my league because I've already picked these people up. But you can go fuck yourself. Um, the Ravens at the Falcons. This is a crazy interesting game to me. Not because I uh, I love the Falcons because we look like shit this year. Uh, not because Matt Ryan is having almost a better statistical season than when he won the MVP. Not because Julio Jones has, what, 1,200 fucking yards already? It's for the fact that it's minus one Atlanta, and the Ravens have won two in a row with Lamar Jackson. I have never seen a quarterback run this much in a football game in the NFL, maybe ever. Have you? Uh, No, I don't think so. He's he's averaging, what, about 15 carries, 15, 20 carries for these first two games? It's not just... uh... It's not just option plays either. A lot of them are uh, are designed run plays. It's it's pretty interesting. It, it reminds me of watching a college game again, where he's look. He's not an accurate passer. I don't think is my personal opinion. I don't think Lamar Jackson is going to be a, a superstar in the NFL. Um, I think he's too small. I, I don't think his accuracy is good enough. He's going to have to either switch positions or there is somebody's going to have to tailor an offense for whatever the the fucking college game is because this is this is what this is the reason why i keep talking about this game and why it's interesting is i would not bet this for that reason i don't know what to do against something like this and so far the nfl the last two teams have been unprepared for this i picked against the ravens last week because this, i thought the spread was way too high it was like yep. fucking 14 points against the raiders and i was like man i just don't believe in this lamar jackson kid he covered again, um, covered the first week. I'm not going to bet this, but I, I'm I'm curious to watch this game and see how you stop this. Yeah, I mean, I've got uh, I, I got the Ravens winning this game first, um, and it's because that kid is on a hot streak, and the Falcons' defense is all in the emergency room right now. Yeah, uh, and look, they're not coming out of the hospital anytime soon, so he could he could run through this Swiss cheese defense all fucking day. Um, this over is really interesting at 48 and a half because I think the Falcons look, the Falcons offense looks fine. Um, even yeah. without Defonte Freeman. Yeah. Matt Ryan is uh, about a hundred yards off pace for the most yards in, in NFL history. So, yeah, um, I mean, it's crazy. He's, on, he's, he's on pace for almost 5,400 right now and, and 5477 is the record. And if you, if you took my Calvin Ridley advice during the fantasy football draft, that is really paying dividends for your flex uh, all year round. Man, that guy's been fucking as good as advertised for the Falcons. I think their future's bright once once uh, they get a fucking defense together. But uh, I don't touch this game in real life. 
For the sake of the show, I'm going to say the Falcons shut this kid down and try to find it, but I say that every week. So I, That's just wishful thinking. On yeah, your part, if you're a listener at home, don't bet this fucking game unless you're a diehard Ravens fan. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't put your money on it. Next up, we got the Broncos at the Bengals. This is Denver minus four and a half. I love this game. I'm a huge fan of this game. Um, yeah. I like the, I, Look, I've liked the Broncos all year. Uh, they're five and six. They're playing with heart, man, and uh, I, I think the Broncos win by more than a touchdown in this. Uh, yeah, I think this is going to be one of the better games of the week, actually. Even though it's two five and six teams, I think this is going to be one of the more hard-fought hard contests this week. Um, both of these teams are pretty scrappy. Broncos have been on a little bit of a roll lately, and you know how it goes with confidence when you have a pretty decent defense like that. You can start shutting people down. Um, yeah, I think that they're going to win by seven. I, I think they're going to win, win by seven. And I also want to say this to all you Broncos fans out there. I think your future looks extremely bright. I, look, I know they traded Demarius Thomas. Um, and a lot of people thought, oh, they're giving up on the year. No, they're, they're, they're looking big picture. I mean, I, I, like, I, I don't mind Case Keenum at quarterback. I think he's pretty fucking good. Emmanuel Sanders is pretty goddamn good. What I'm really, really amped about is your backfield. Royce Freeman and this Philip Lindsay kid, that Philip Lindsay kid is fucking awesome to watch. Just awesome, week in and week out. Um, I think the the two of those guys going forward, man, it's going to be a fun team for the future. And uh, I like them now, man. I think they get to six and six, and I think the Broncos cover this. Um, that yep. that Lindsey was the pickup. That's the waiver wire pickup of the year to me, or one of them uh, for that flex position. Man, that kid's yep. fucking good. Uh, he's going to end up with about twelve hundred yards this year, probably, boy, something like that. I mean, he's fun to watch, man. Um, he looks too small. He looks like he shouldn't be out there. He looks like a uh, a, a guy that plays for Fresno State, you know, just like a like now, like he plays for Fresno State now. When you're like, hey man, yeah. are you in the NFL? Are you supposed to be here? And then he's just ripping people's souls out. Next up, we got the Rams at the Lions. Love this game as well. This is Rams minus ten. I, I think the Rams steamroll them. Uh, Marvin Jones yeah. Jr. is out for the year. He just went on IR. Carry uh, on Johnson. I don't think is going to play this game. Check back later on in the week. Um, LeGarrette Blunt started on uh, Thanksgiving. He did well. Uh, he crushed it. But, uh, look, the Rams are coming to town. This is a different fucking animal. And they've actually got to play this out, which I love, especially for fantasy football. Because, look, the Saints are 10-1. and The Rams are 10-1. and Neither yep. team can afford to give up right now or else you're going to lose home field advantage. So I think the Rams fucking show out and stomp this team. And I think Gurley has a monster week this week. He's been kind of slow the last couple weeks. Yeah, he has. Um, I expect him to catch a lot of passes um, in this game. The 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 linebackers for the Lions are not terribly great, and once he gets out in the space around there, and gets the ball in his hands, he can really make some shit happen. I expect the Rams to throw to him quite a bit. Yeah, I I, I really like this game a lot. Um, look, I like, I've liked the Rams all year, so that's not a huge shock. Uh, next, oof, next up, we got the Cardinals at the Packers. Is there a bigger team that's? More disappointing than the Cardinals. I mean, um, I mean, I, look, I know the Packers are four six and one. Everybody's like, oh, they're going to win the the fucking Super Bowl, make the playoffs, all that shit. I look at this Cardinals team where, look, they thought Rosen was the future. This kid was supposed to come in right away and start dropping bombs with Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, they finally got a, a healthy David Johnson back, and they're two and nine, and they look goddamn horrific. This spread yeah. is Green Bay minus fourteen. For a four and six team, can you remember a four and six team with a minus fourteen spread on them? That's fucking crazy. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I think the Packers that's... cover this, um, and I think they win. 
do I like this game? Not at all, man. Um, and I think that the Cardinals fold in that, that weather in Green Bay. God knows how cold it's going to be there. Yeah, I don't want to know. Uh, but 14 is a big boy spread. You think the Packers cover this? 14, that's a lot of points. Um, I got Packers, yeah, but I, I don't know, man. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I could see uh, any, any kind of anything that happens for the Packers. If they lose a, a receiver or Aaron Rodgers gets dinged up or something, it's not going to happen. So I don't bet games like this. Yeah, I, I, I'm staying away from this one in real life, but for the sake of the show, I'm going to say the Packers. Uh, next up, oh, God. The Bills at the Dolphins. These are my two most hated teams all year besides the Jets. And, uh, boy, it's a shame we, we even have to discuss this. It's, it's Miami minus five in this one. They're playing at home. Uh, I, I guess that's, that's good enough to, to put some money on for yourself if you're my a, notes, a fan of one of these teams. But I don't my do notes, My notes just say who cares. Yep. Uh, look, Tannehill's back. He looked fine last week. You know, I think the Dolphins probably win this game by a touchdown, but I don't. I don't bet my money on this. A four and seven team and a five and six team. Why? Why no. even? Why even do this to yourself? Um, unless you're a diehard fan of these teams, it, it just doesn't make a lot of sense financially. Uh, the Bears at the Giants. Right now, there's no spread on this because uh, Trubisky is probably going to be out, and it's probably going to be Chase Daniel again. Um, the early line I saw on this uh, a little a couple hours ago was minus four and a half for the Bears. Um, the Giants have looked okay as of late, a little better than they have. Do they do anything against this Bears defense? Probably not. I don't know enough about Chase Daniel to really have confidence for you to put your money into. But I, look, I, I say the Bears win this game, but... Do you want to risk it on a backup quarterback if, if, it's, if it's your money on the line? Probably not. What about you, Dan? No, man, I don't put any money on this game. Uh, it's hard to say. If Trubisky plays, um, and we don't have a spread right now, so it's hard to say, but um, if, Trubisky, ugh, if Trubisky plays, I think they win by a touchdown, but who knows right here. Yeah, I, this one's too close. Monitor it like, later on in the week. If Trubisky comes back and play and it's still at four and a half, take it i think you're fine on that but if if not i wouldn't i wouldn't gamble your money on a backup quarterback uh not in the no, nfl that uh next up we got the panthers at the buccaneers fits magic whoo he's looking good like his face looks great <laughs> well he's not playing anymore that's why yeah. he's got plenty of time to run he's uh yeah. he's got the crab leg man in there Jameis winston's back behind center yeah, he settled his uh lawsuit today so that's good. Yeah, against the Uber driver. Congratulations. What do you win for that? A minus three and a half point spread. Um, Carolina's minus three and a half in this game. Who you got, D'Anthony? Um, man, I don't know. Didn't they just beat didn't the Panthers beat the Bucks not too long ago? They did. They did. It's not a sexy game. This is not a sexy game. I, um, the the Panthers Chris, have looked. Christian McCaffrey fucking went off last week. Ah, so. uh, he's great. I got him in one of my leagues. Um, man, watching that guy play is a is a real shot of life. I, b- I believe he had forty eight points in uh, standard yeah, ESPN like leagues last week. Incredible, incredible. That that guy's uh, over a hundred yards receiving, over a hundred yards rushing. I love watching him play. Unfortunately, I don't like watching the rest of this Panthers team play. Um, these spreads are always super small in the Panthers. It's a coin toss with this team, whether or not they show up week to week. It's, it's really strange. And look, living in North Carolina, they're on every single Sunday. So I watch a lot of the Panthers games. And I, I, I don't know week to week who's going to show up. On paper, yeah. yeah, the Panthers should win this fucking game. Jameis Winston looked all right. 
uh, last week. I fuck. I, I had a couple. Yeah, he looked pretty good. I had uh, Mahomes on bye in one of my leagues, and I had uh, Jared Goff. Those are my two starting quarterbacks um, across the four fantasy football leagues that I'm in. And uh, I, I both of them were on bye. So I picked up Jameis Winston and streamed a quarterback, and he torched it. Um, so yeah, he had a good, good week. Yeah, he looked all right. Um, I, I don't know who wins this game. Uh, uh, sake of the show, say, Panthers. I'm going to say the Bucks win this game. Um, I think uh, Winston's going to come out and fucking have another great week. Oh, look at you, D'Anthony. Yep. All right, all right. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll say Panthers in this for for the sake of it. Uh, next up, but I'm, I, again, not betting my real money on this. No, uh, next up, that. we got Colts at the Jaguars. It finally happened, D'Anthony. It finally fucking happened. <laughs> fucking Bortles is gone. <laughs> Motherfucker. They you know what? It's him. funny. It's funny that uh, Milton goes down and then Bortles in the same week. Weird, isn't it? Two yeah. UCF legends. Legends of the now, game. Now we're going to find out that uh, Scott Frost strangle baited. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and by the way, when I say UCF, I'm talking about Central Florida all the way around. I'm going through the whole state on that one. <laughs> I believe Bortles was a USF star, but either way, yeah, man. Was, yeah. And at, this, this part of the state, this Central Florida part of the state, this weird Jaguars part of the state. We got Indy at minus four in this one. The Colts have, uh, have looked pretty goddamn decent these last few weeks. Uh, Andrew Luck is appeared to be fully back, and he's throwing ropes, pun intended. Um, <laughs> I think against a backup quarterback, I'd have to take the Colts in this one. Here's my thinking on this: like, uh, what's your incentive to win now with the, as the Jags? Like, uh, your uh, your best defensive players out now. You have to go find a new quarterback somewhere next year. I think they tank this season. Yeah, I mean, at this point, obviously that backup quarterback's playing for for the future, but I don't know who else is on that team. Uh, Fournette is now out after punching somebody in the face last week, which was awesome. So he's yeah. not playing. Uh, your, your quarterback is not playing. And f- holy Christ, man, I, if you're like me and had to, to stream D.D. Westbrook a couple weeks for buys, watching these fucking Jaguars offense play, it, it is miserable week in and week out. Um, yeah, it's bad. I, I drafted their defense in one of my leagues, and uh, their defense hasn't been that great in fantasy football this year. This team's been a fucking dumpster fire. I'm, I'm over it. I'm taking the Colts in this one. Uh, yeah, I agree. Next up, this is our Fight Club game of the week, D'Anthony. This is the Browns at the Texans. Houston, minus five and a half. Who you got, D'Anthony? Oh, God. <laughs> you know, I think it's interesting... Um, we were talking the other day. I think it was actually on Drinking Bro Sports about how everybody's got the book on Watson now. Yeah, um, I, you know it's funny. We were we were talking shit. You're right. We were talking shit on the message board on this. Like, uh, this is what I hate about Cleveland Browns fans. Um, they haven't won in two years. They 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 win four games. They're they're up to four six and one right now. Congratulations. And we called this at the beginning of the year. We told you to take the over on mybookie.com. The over was four and a half wins for the year. We said, look, they're going to get five, probably six wins. And they're on pace for that. Do not anoint Baker Mayfield as your fucking Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is way, 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 way too early. He has looked good. The Browns are a fun team to watch. I enjoy watching the Browns. I root for them. I I, I like the Browns fan base. I wish them nothing but success. However... They now think that they're going to win the Super Bowl with Baker Mayfield 
it is it is a year two problem for these fucking quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson yep. is going through it right now, where he hasn't looked this good as he as he did last year because everybody's got tape on him now, so they're able to yep. figure him out. I don't know what's going to happen with Baker Mayfield. I've look. I said before the season started, I don't think he's the guy. I'm still going to stand by that, but you will not know until year two. So you can forget about talking shit to me the rest of the year because nobody's got enough tape on him to, to, to know whether or not he's going to be the next fucking big superstar in this league. I'm still saying no on this, but you won't know till next year. So just shut the fuck up about Baker Mayfield. Uh, but who do, you, well, who do you got in this one? But that doesn't have anything to do with this season and how the rest of this season. It does go, not. Right? You're correct. And it does not. And, it has nothing to do with this game. This is our fight club game of the week, D'Anthony. Yeah, but I'm going to go uh, – I'm actually going to take your next year's advice. I think uh, the Texans – I think you should lock this in now, actually. I think the Texans are going to win by a touchdown here. Um, I, I don't think that Mayfield's going to have the kind of performances he's been having lately. And as a matter of fact, I think he's going to get picked off a minimum of two times. So if there's a prop bet on my bookie about how many times Mayfield's going to get picked off, I guarantee you he's going to at least have two turnovers in this game. That's my guess. Yeah, I look, I, I've been tossing and turning on this one. Obviously, I'm taking the Browns as our fight club game of the week. I, I've been pretty goddamn good about picking Browns games this year, yep. uh, except that Falcons I've been one. bad, too. I've, I'm 0-2 on Browns games you this are, year. You are. I, I Look, I picked not only their first win, but their second win. Um, I did not call that Falcons game. But, look, I've been wrong on the Falcons all, all year round. It's, it's, it's a tough team, man. When you have an offense that good and the rest of your team is shitty, it's, it's hard to call yeah. in these games. Uh, with this, the Browns and the Texans, man. I, look, I watched that Texans game the other night. I, I thought they looked yep. okay. Not great. They have not looked great, great all year round. But they've won eight, eight in a row. Yeah, I don't think they look like an 8-3 and three team right now. I don't either. And and that's like why I'm really picking don't. the I'm picking the Browns this week with the points. Yeah. I would not be surprised to see Houston win this game. So that's why I'm going to say I'm going to take the Browns with the points in this one because yeah. it's it's getting it's five and a half. I can see this being a field goal game. And look, uh, Baker Mayfield is uh, deep in the heart of Texas down there, where he ripped out those fans' hearts playing at Oklahoma. So yeah, he's going to be juiced up for sure. He's going to be excited. Yeah, and you know him against Watson. It's a sexy max mat, matchup and. Look, there's going to be a lot of eyeballs on this game. I'm, I'm going to say the Browns plus the five and a half points. I also like this over, by the way, of 47 and a half. Um, that's only yeah, a, take that. a 20, 25, 24 game. Uh, yeah. that's, I'm sorry, 24, 24 game. That's a sexy yeah. one. That, that's fine, too. Um, but this is our I'll fight say this, club though, game of the week. Yeah, I think uh, the Texans are either going to lose this week or next week against Indy. Um, they're, they're in that part of the season where some team that's on the up uh, – come up is going to fucking slap them around a little bit at some point um they've won eight straight that shit's not going to continue i don't think yeah i I don't either and look nick chubb by the way that was one of my big pickups uh on fantasy god that guy's looked lights out um so this is gonna be a fun game to watch i mean i'm amped about this one on sunday uh next up it's gonna be good i am not amped about this game jets and titans therefore i'm never amped up about a jets game though who gives a fuck about this game? <laughs> um, Tennessee what, minus eight. Look, they got shellacked, man. I, I'm really surprised in this Tennessee team. When they beat the shit out of the Patriots, I was like, oh, man, this is the Tennessee team I thought was going to be. It was a wild card 9-7 and seven team, and they yeah. still might be. Um, but they looked like shit against Houston, and they, they looked like shit against Indy. I mean, they got destroyed by Indy. And I know Mariota got hurt and ended up not playing the rest of that game. 
I don't think Indy's that great. Um, I, look, I think the Titans win this. Do I bet this game? Not a prayer in hell. No, not a, not at minus eight. I, you know, minus eight in the over under is forty and a half. That means Vegas is expecting a twenty five to sixteen game. <laughs> Which is, I mean, crazy in today's today's yeah. world. That's that's ugly. That that that's like, uh, oh man. Yeah, it's I, bad. I just I just can't you can't bet this. I can't. I can't. I, but look, sake of the show, Titans. But don't bet this. I, w- I wouldn't put your money on this. Uh, next up, this this is a big boy spread. Oh yeah, man, Chiefs at the Raiders. Chiefs are coming off a bye week. Uh, they're nine and two, and those two losses have been close, man. They, look, obviously they yeah. they lost in that that Rams game, which hopefully is a is a, a Super Bowl rematch. I wouldn't mind seeing Chiefs Rams or Chiefs Saints, by the way, and that yeah, Super Bowl. One. That'd be a blast to watch. Um, but it's they're playing at the Raiders off a of bye week, and it's minus 15 points. Shit. Who you got? Fuck the goddamn Raiders, dude. <laughs> you, know, you, you tried to give them a little bit of credit last week, and you were wrong, and I'm, gonna, I'm not going to make that mistake this week. I think the Chiefs win this by three touchdowns. Yeah, I'm, I was definitely wrong about that. And if you can't beat Lamar Miller – or Lamar Jackson, I'm sorry. Um, good luck. Good fucking luck beating Mahomes. Mr. Mahomes. Hunt and Tyreek Hill. Yeah, good luck. Whew. Uh, none of that. The Chiefs, again, this is great for fantasy as well. The Chiefs are still having to play for, for home field advantage, so they can't take any, any days off. So I think they throttle the Raiders, and I think you're fine on betting this. Whenever it's 15, though, on the road, that is so many fucking points. Um, but you know, I, I'm going to do it anyways. Not, not, not a crazy amount of money, but a, a little bit just to get a taste. This is, this is still one of the biggest rivalries in the NFL too. Yeah. Oh yeah. That makes, that makes that fit in uh, minus 15 even worse. Yeah. This but is it, a, it is what it is. It is. Then there's nothing you can do about it. Um, this yeah. is a sexy game in this four thirty game here. Vikings at the Patriots. This is new England minus five. Gronkowski is back. Uh, yep. and he looked great last week. Who you got in this? Uh, I got Pats by a touchdown in this game. Yeah, man, Whew. this is a this is a tough game to call. I, I've liked the Vikings all year long. I'm not ready to get off that Vikings train yet. Um, I'm going to say the Vikings with the points in this at, at minus five. Okay. Stephon Diggs call. and uh, Thielen uh, have been fun to watch, man. And I, I, Kirk Cousins is a is a boss to me, man. I don't think he gets enough credit. I'm I've been rolling with the Vikings all year all year round, and I'm going to stick with that. Um, I feel like Cousins has been a little inconsistent this year, but uh, he has. But up. it's it's a new look. It's new, new offense, new players, and uh, yep. uh, look next year. I think it'll be even better. But I, I don't know, man. I think this is a close game, probably a field goal game. So I'm I'm taking the Vikings in this one. Uh, next up, we got the 49ers at the Seahawks. Another big boy spread here. This is nine and a half for Seattle. Seattle six and five. They've come on. I hated this team. I still don't believe in Russell Wilson, but uh, they've been somehow been able to pull it off the last few weeks and, and get above the 500 hump. Um, look, I think they beat the 49ers this week, and I think you're fine at 9.5 on this. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's a 10-point game, so if you can lock this in now, yep. get it done. Agreed. I'm with you on that. I think this is a, a 10 to 14-point game, and I think the Seahawks go to 7-5. and five. And look, it looks like now they're going to make the playoffs probably. I know, right? The <laughs> Seahawks, the fucking Seahawks. Uh, next up, this is a great game too, man. This 8, this, this eight o'clock game, the Sunday night game, Chargers at the Steelers. Yeah, I really like this game. Steelers, minus three and a half. Who you got in this, Anthony? 
I, I like the Steelers in this game. Uh, I can. It's at, it's at home, uh, and I, the Chargers actually play, play pretty well on the road. But uh, Connor's been looking good lately. Roethlisberger had a good week last week. I think they're going to take this game. Yeah, I do too. Look, the the Chargers are four and one. They're four and one uh, on away games. And yep. look, let's face it, it was because they have no home. So you know, every yeah. every game they play at home feels like an away game. So it doesn't really matter, anyways. Uh, I'm with you though. I, the Steelers have been on a roll, man. I think they continue it, and uh, I think the Steelers win by a touchdown. I'm going to say a touchdown in this game. Yeah, I think uh, Ben's going to put up four TDs in this game. Yeah, man. I, look, I think that that Le'Veon Bell thing was a monkey off their back, where they're just like, "Fuck yeah. this guy, fuck this whole." Like, we're done talking about it. Let's move on. Um, yep. And and now they don't have to answer any questions. They can just play ball. And uh, the Steelers, man, um, they're they're only a game behind the Chiefs. Looking sexy. Yeah. Look that that yep. Steelers pick preseason is, is holding up. Uh, this Monday night game is a real Munson. It's uh, the Redskins. At the Eagles, Whew. unfortunately, these two teams are still—they're still fighting for a playoff berth. That's how yep. bad the NFC is this year. Yep. Um, this is Philadelphia I mean, minus six and a half. It's going to be a dogfight, I think. Um, and I think it's this is a really interesting game to me. I, it's going to like just the way the Eagles play defense versus the way the Redskins uh, play offense. There's no deep threat. So I feel like the Eagles are probably going to shut them down a little bit here. Um, I don't I don't see a huge offensive output. Not that you ever really expect it from from Washington, but uh, we'll we'll see. I think this is a field goal game, though. I think six and a half is a little bit big. Yeah, uh, that's whew. it's a, it's a tough one to, to to gauge simply for the fact that Colt McCoy is still their quarterback. Yeah, and 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 Mark Sanchez is their backup quarterback. I'm su- I'm frankly, man, I'm surprised at how shitty Philadelphia's played all year round. And week to week, I don't, I never know with this team. Um, I, I'm still going to say the Eagles in this one, and that Wentz pulls it together. But uh, it's it's a tough game, man. And I, I, it's it's two teams that are playing extremely ugly right now. I'm not looking forward to this Monday night game at all, unless there's somebody in fantasy like later on down the road. But uh, ugh, God, I hope it doesn't come to that. Um, you know, I, I don't want to throw a lot of interest in this game, but I'll, I'll, no. I'll take the Eagles simply because I, I still believe in, in Carson Wentz. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens on that one. Uh, we'll the see, college yeah. football playoff rankings have just dropped. D'Anthony, you ready? Yeah, let's hear it. The new, this is, this is breaking news live right now. Alabama, number one, no surprise, unchanged. Clemson, number two, no surprise, unchanged. Notre Dame, number three, unchanged. Here's where the shakeup happens. Georgia's moved into the fourth spot at 11 and one. Oklahoma is number five at 11 and one. Ohio State is number six at 11 and one. Michigan is, is number seven at 10 and two somehow. And UCF is number eight at 11 and 0. What, what's, what, what's your first thought on this? Um, man, uh, I'm surprised to see Michigan at seven. Otherwise, I think this is legit. I struggle with this one, uh, with this, this Ohio State, Oklahoma one. And I don't, I don't, I don't know what the right answer is. I watched, yeah. did you watch that West Virginia game over the weekend? 
I did. Yeah, that was fucking crazy, man. Was it crazy or was it not? Like to me, watching well, crazy in so far as nobody played any defense on any down ever. Every single play was an eighty-yard touchdown, and they weren't even <laughs> bothering to to tackle people, try to tackle people on the show. I actually picked West Virginia to win. Um, I said it was going to be a field goal game either way. I thought it was going to go West Virginia's way. It did not. It went Oklahoma's. Yeah. But it was fifty-nine to fifty-six in this game. Um, yeah. Look, and, and uh, some people hit me up and said, well, Ohio State scored 62 on Michigan. They did, but there was defense played in that game, and most of the fourth quarter of that Ohio State-Michigan game was, was third-string players. Like, that was yeah. it. We, we emptied our bench, so did Michigan. Um, and truthfully, uh, look, if Urban wanted to, we downed the ball on the five-yard line with about two minutes left uh, to run out the clock, or else we could have hung 70 on them. But uh, you didn't want to. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of garbage time in that, in that fucking game. This West Virginia-Oklahoma game, I watched the entire thing. This went back and forth the entire game, chucking the ball up and down the field. There was, what, 2,000 yards of total offense or something fucking yeah, crazy, it was crazy like that. It was just fucking crazy. So, uh, and this is a statement from, from the committee chair, Rob Mullins, saying of the, the Sooners' ranking of fifth. We spent a lot of time on that, on, on who was number six and who was number five between Oklahoma and Ohio State. I understand that their defensive efficiencies are there, uh, meaning Oklahoma, but they really have a, a, a historic offense. Whew. I, I, well, I mean, Ohio State beat a better team, at least according to their rankings, Michigan, by far more points. Yeah, and like I don't see anybody in. I'm, I'm just I'm breezing through this right now. Who is Oklahoma beat in the top ten? And I don't think there's anyone. Nope. Um, their best Oklahoma's best win would be against number. F- no, they they lost to Texas. Yeah. Uh, number fourteen, Texas, number fourteen in this college football playoff rankings. Um, West Virginia, number sixteen. So West Virginia is coming in 16. That's Oklahoma's best win. Uh, Ohio State's has got, they beat number seven, Michigan. And they beat number 12, Penn State. So they've beaten two teams that are, that are both ranked ahead of, of West Virginia. Yeah. What, so what ha- let me ask you this. What, what happens then if this stays? If Oklahoma wins and Ohio State wins, who gets in? No, That's now that you know question, these rankings, I mean, you can't you can't overturn that decision that you made, especially after you made a public comment about uh, backing it up, right? Yeah, uh, I, guess, I guess it depends on how they win or lose these games. Yeah, I, I, I look to me if if you're Ohio State now, looking at these rankings, you've got to go for sixty again. Um, yeah, this is this is reminiscent of that uh, title run they had in in fourteen, where they played Wisconsin. They were not in it the top four all season long. And then they dropped six. It was like 66 to zero over Wisconsin. I think knowing this now, you've got to go. If you're Urban Meyer, you got to go for a big number. Or if, look, if Oklahoma loses early on in the day, fuck it. It doesn't matter at that point um, now that we know what these rankings are. And with Michigan still ahead of UCF, which to me is a travesty to those fucking kids. Um, uh, you know, you watch that. Yeah, they're going to watch that Oklahoma game. They're going to see what the score is of it. Obviously, Oklahoma, Texas. And then on that, I think, look, if Oklahoma wins, Urban's got to gas it and go for 60. And that's that's yeah. your best shot at this. I don't know how you get to this number, though, looking at the teams you've played and beaten. 
I mean, just going through the rest of this here, just for Oklahoma, um, and forgive me to the audience at home because uh, th- these rankings literally just came out seconds ago. I mean, you got Washington State at 13. I said there was Penn State at 12. Washington State at 13. Texas at 14. Kentucky at 15. I don't know how Kentucky's that high. West Virginia at 16. Actually, look, I don't have a problem with that. Uh, Utah. No. Utah is at 17. No. Uh, Mississippi State is at 18. Texas A&M is at 19. Syracuse is still somehow in this at 20. I don't know how after that thrashing by Notre Dame. <laughs> Uh, Northwestern is 21. Look, that's, uh, that's another one of these teams that Ohio State has to play. So maybe, uh, maybe that'll have something to do with it. I don't know. Uh, Boise maybe. at number 22. Iowa State at 23. Uh, I think Oklahoma beat Iowa State. Uh, Missouri at 24. And uh, yeah, Fresno State at, at 25. Your boy. Your boy's Fresno State snuck in there. Fuck that guy. <laughs> um, who you know, who is Oklahoma's lost to? Ah, oh, fuck! I don't remember. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull this up right now. It's on the tip of my dong. I'm kidding. It's Texas. Um, we talked yeah. about it earlier. It's it's Texas. Yeah. But uh, whew. That, that's that's tough, man. Look, obviously Texas wins. It's over, but uh, yeah. if if Georgia well, wins, looking at these Georgia rankings, wins, yeah. that's it, yeah. man. Uh, Georgia's in, and you can forget about the rest of the day. So, I mean, pretty much the way that this sets up for Saturday, you'll be able to watch this throughout the day because, look, Texas, Oklahoma's at noon. That's first yep. up. You're going to know. Alabama's at three. Yeah. Um, you're going to know what's going to happen there. And, and if you're Ohio State sitting in that 8 o'clock game, You've got to go for broke, knowing what you know going into this. Unless both of those teams lose, um, I'm I'm actually a tad su- surprised by that, to be honest with you. By the uh, Ohio State Oklahoma ranking, yeah, I mean, just look, just thinking this out loud here. This so the last time Oklahoma played Texas, right? It was forty-eight, forty-five. Texas won. Yet, yet another game that you know you're in a fucking high-scoring game with very little defense in that. Um, I don't know how you get there without without a defense, I guess. But look, it's not like Ohio State's defense has been that great either. They were great against Michigan, and that's their signature win. So I, I don't know what to do here. And, you know. Yeah, I mean, ultimately you have to rank. I, I think at this point in the season, when you're particularly when you're talking about the top uh, six teams, um, because there's always those two that are trying to sneak in or maybe three. Uh, you have to. It's not just about how good the team is or what their schedule was. It should be, in my opinion, how well they match up against the other top four teams, right? Like if Oklahoma State has a historic offense, but no defense, and Alabama has a pretty good defense and a f- historic offense as well, then how do you fucking, you know, Oklahoma or Ohio State's had a pretty, you know, decent defense even even with uh, Boza out and. Uh, their quarterback is leading the fucking NCAA in touchdowns right now. So who's got the historic offense here? Yeah, that, 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 I guess that's what's surprising is, is that statement. Um, I will say this. Ohio State's defense has been fucking hit and miss. That, that Maryland game was abysmal. Um, I, I can see a case for that by, by the committee saying, look, I don't think both defenses are any good. Um, I can definitely see a case for that, uh, except for this Michigan game, obviously. But you know, and that's again, that's their signature win. I don't know who. I mean, just looking at Oklahoma's schedule, who is their signature win? 
they beat FAU. They beat UCLA. They beat uh, Iowa State's Army. They barely hung on and won. Uh, Baylor. They lost to Texas. They beat TCU, Kansas State, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State. Kansas, I guess West Virginia. I guess that's your signature win there. That's your highest ranked team is is West Virginia. Who's? I mean, none of these other teams are all that great to be honest. Baylor's a tough out sometimes, but not at not at Oklahoma. So none of these none of these wins are all that impressive, except for the West Virginia win. But that was like a who's got the ball last kind of situation. That's not a competitive game, or that's not a that's not a game that tells me they're going to be competitive against Clemson and Notre Dame and Alabama. Yeah, and we look, we look, Ohio State played TCU. You and I were at that game, and that was when TCU had everybody healthy, and you know they looked like yeah. a pretty decent team. Uh, get wrecked. Well, uh, everybody and their mother got hurt on that team, and I, I don't know what you do in this. It's going to be a fun Saturday now, knowing this. Holy shit! I, I wasn't expecting that to be honest with you. No. It's unfortunate. I think they uh, maybe made a mistake there, but I guess I, I think it'll all play out. I think uh, Texas might might sneak up on Oklahoma and put a little hurt on them. We'll see. Yeah, oh, yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm really what, man. That's going to be an awesome game to watch. Where is that at? Jerry World? Shit. There's too uh, many. So, yeah. Too many great games this weekend. Um, yeah. And then last but not least, man, there's a great fight this weekend. Yep. Um. Who you got? And and uh, Dante Wilder versus Tyson Fury. Uh, yeah. God damn, dude. I don't know. I don't follow either one of those guys a lot. But um, what's what's the dude's um the last gate the last guy that Fury fought? What the fuck was his name? Um, uh, he, uh, yeah, he God, he fucking absolutely destroyed him. But I, look, yeah, me personally, he fucking wrecked that dude. Me personally, I want to see Wilder. Um, versus Joshua, like I, I really want to see that fight go down. The thing with Wilder is this, man: when he connects, he can knock you into the middle of of the next universe, and it's rad. It's it's fun to watch, man. You feel like you're watching a, a Kimbo Slice street fight. I enjoy that element of it because I think the heavyweight division has been missing that. And I, look, this this fight is actually going to be fun to watch, and I'm gonna I'm gonna get it on pay per view. Uh, I would like to see. Wilder win, but I wouldn't be surprised if if Tyson Fury ended up winning this. Um, but man, it's just it should have been this Wilder Joshua fight that that would have been the 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 big draw. But I guess look, if Wilder ends up beating Tyson Fury, you're probably going to get that fight, and both of them are, are going to make a, a gajillion dollars off of it. But I have a I have a strange feeling, man, that Tyson Fury is going to going to pull this off. And uh, Deontay Wilder is gonna is gonna tire out in the later rounds unless he connects I mean, with a, a big haymaker, uh, yeah. which I'd love to see. I, I think Tyson Fury is gonna win this match. Fury hasn't um, he hasn't lost as a professional. I mean, and he is a goddamn animal. If you haven't seen him fight, even if you don't care about this particular fight, it, it's worth tuning in and getting the pay per view just to watch this guy fight one time. Um, Cause he, I mean, he's fucking. He's almost six nine, uh, just a fucking animal. Yeah, the, the, uh, this is this is two big boys going at it, man. This yeah. is going to be a blast. The other thing I want to tell you about this fight is this is in Staples Center. I, I look. I've said this on the show a million times that Los Angeles is not a sports town except for the Lakers. <coughs> yeah. I, I stand by that, except for boxing. I've seen uh, two championship fights at Staples Center. There's the the Latino community in Los Angeles is is very high. 
Uh, it's about 84% in Los Angeles County. Yeah, they like boxing. Love, love, love boxing. And they show the fuck out for this. Like, I mean, dress up, get wasted all day long for shit like this. That It's going to be a rowdy, fun crowd. Um, and, and look, the British fucking fans always travel. So, like, dude, that'll, that atmosphere is going to be electric on Saturday. I wish I was in, in town for that fight, man, because um, that'll be a fun one. I, look, Saturday is going to be an awesome day of, of just sports all the way around, man, with all these college football games. And then, boom, right after that Ohio State game ends, congratulations, you're into this, this awesome fucking heavyweight championship of the world. But yeah, I think it's going to be a good one, man. It will, and I, but I think Tyson Fury is going to to end up winning this. Sadly, uh, that that you, hurts my heart call, to say that. Do you call that an upset? Uh, since I mean, Wilder's been defending since 2015. He's had that belt for a minute now. He has. So at what I, point? I, at what point does it become an upset? Or because he's three years older, and that doesn't sound like a lot, but that means a lot when you're fucking fighting for your life out there. Yeah. Um, so what do you think? I I, I just I, I think the the styles are, are just too vastly different. I think Tyson Fury is more controlled. Deontay Wilder is just look, he's always Wilder's just always going for the knockout every single time. And that's what we love about him. And and yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what we love watching him fight. I think in this one though, this is a guy that's not gonna trade uh big, big punches like that over and over and over again, and he's gonna pick his spots. And I, well, does it make you think of like Tyson Douglas back in the day when Tyson was just a machine gun fucking people up and then Douglas made him go a couple of rounds, you know what I mean? And then kind of fucked him up. Yeah, I, this, this wouldn't, wouldn't be as, as big of an upset, obviously. But, um, but yeah, I just think, I think uh, Tyson Fury is a little more skilled. Uh, although I like yeah. watching, you know, fucking two animals like this go at it. And, um, and I'm stoked for it. But uh, yeah, fuck, man. I think Fury is going to win. That sucks. Um, but look, if Wilder wins, I'm, I'm going to be amped about it. I really want to see that that Wilder Joshua fight, uh, just for the shit talking alone. That'll be yeah, that'll be cool. Golden. I'd like to see that. Yeah. So I'm amped about that. I'm amped about Saturday all the way around. And uh, Sooners fans, um, boy, <coughs> a lot on the line Saturday. UGA yep. fans, a lot on the line Saturday. Ohio State fans. A lot on the line Saturday. Clemson, not so much. Notre Dame, nah. they're not playing anybody. <laughs> they're not doing anything. Notre Dame is they're going to stay home and and uh, do nothing. Apparently, yeah, just fucking play shipping up to Boston or yeah, you know, eat their fucking Lucky Charms all goddamn day. <laughs> hey, one more thing before we go. There's a couple of cool stats from the NFL. Um, one is that Patrick Mahomes is on pace for um, 54 touchdown passes this year. Very, very cool there. The here, Here's something that's weird, though. So in the history of the NFL, there's only four guys that have thrown for 5,000 yards. Drew Brees has done it one, two, three, four, like five times. Brady did it. Manning did it. Stafford did it. And Marino did it. Okay. So right now, there's four guys, Matt Ryan, Roethlisberger, Mahomes, and Goff, who are all on pace for 5,200 yards or more. Man. And I don't I don't see any of these guys slowing down. What the fuck is going on in professional football right now? Well, look, as a, another listener who's on Drinking Bro Sports on Facebook brought this up to me of like, you know, is defense dead, not only in college, but in the NFL? Because we're seeing these high scores in the NFL these days. I, I think these new rules where, you know, you have to hit the guy with your, only your right shoulder, you know, three inches below his rib cage, and uh, you're not yeah. allowed to touch the quarterbacks anymore. I think that that's played a, a massive factor in it where not only are defensive players afraid to hit people anymore, but they're getting ejected. This 
cr- yeah. crown to the helmet shit, especially in college football. Um, when you're out, you're out. And if you lose your best defensive player in college, it is not fucking worth it. But it's also hard when you're going that fast because the players have gotten faster, better, stronger. Look, we've had some of the top trainers in the world on this show. Um, who are training these guys and it's like, dude, you know everything about your body, muscle tissue. You can go faster, harder than you ever have in your entire life. It is hard to slow yourself down, especially in some of these bang, bang plays. And uh, a lot of these people are, are either afraid of getting hurt or hurting others and, and getting ejected and getting fines and all that shit. I think that's led to the yeah. higher scores. Um, I also think that the style of play in college has really fucking changed to to a style where they, they want you to run the ball more as a quarterback. Uh, and, you know, throwing is, is less of an option. Defense, there there's, seems to be less and less uh, out there. But this, this college-style quarterback like this, uh, like Lamar Jackson, man, that's a perfect example. That guy wins a lot of games. Ohio State won a lot of games with JT Barrett. JT Barrett is, is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. Uh, yeah. Nor do I think he will be ever simply for the fact that he, he ran too much. You can't run in the NFL that much. Um, that's changing. So, you know, choosing these quarterbacks is getting harder and harder where it's just like, all right, shit, who do we get? Therefore, you got these old dudes like Breeze in them who are just torching the league. And then you got Mahomes. Mahomes is accurate as fuck. Um, it takes a, you know, a golden unicorn like that guy to come out and really start laying the wood. But then you know you're at Jared Goff. Like I, I don't know, I don't know shit about Jared Goff from college. Do you? Uh, no, not at all. No. Nope. Um, there, there. You've you've got to hunt and peck for these quarterbacks that'll be good in the NFL. And if they are, congratulations. If they don't pan out, it's it's the other direction, and it can fuck up your franchise for a long time. Look at Josh Rosen. Um, but yeah, no shit. It, it's uh, the, the game has definitely changed as far as like the way people. Uh, are playing it defensively and, and the penalties and, and everything that you're worried about, both college and pros. But uh, I think these high scores are probably here to stay. They've got to do something about these hitting the quarterback. Uh, those fucking rules have got to change in the off season. Uh, you know, also look, you look at the kickoffs, these, these fair catches on the kickoffs. Cause they don't want people to get hurt. It stops the clock. The clock doesn't start. Um, you're getting yeah. the ball at the 25 yard line and it's like, all right, great. That's a five-yard advantage than than what you used to have. So, yeah, you're going to see higher scores and you know higher overs and all this other shit. I, I'm not necessarily that crazy about it. Um, the the difference with the Chiefs Rams game, I thought, was that you had great defenses playing one another, and there were some great defensive plays made in that. Um, but you had two powerhouse offenses that were exciting to watch. But to me, the Rams look. I have them in fantasy, man. The Rams have the best defense in the league, in my opinion. Um, I would say Houston is probably number two behind that, but the Rams have a great defense and they did all they could to slow Mahomes down. And they did, they, they won the game. Uh, it was close, but it was a blast to watch, but there was still a lot of defense being played in that game. And the Rams scored two defensive touchdowns. It could yep. have been three. That other one was called back. Um, so I think those are, those are the difference. You know, when you, when you're looking at college with Ohio state and Oklahoma, Oklahoma has zero defense whatsoever. Bef- yeah, no shit. Before Nick Bosa went out, I would have said Ohio State had a pretty goddamn good defense. Uh, instead, the number one defense in college football this year was Michigan. Uh, Michigan's defense got throttled by Ohio State by 62. I, I don't know what the answer is. Um, but I, I look, I, I do know this. I think it's going to continue unless these rules change. But let's face it. The rules aren't changing. They, they want these kids to stop getting concussions and all this other shit. Yeah. And uh, 
I think this the high scoring is probably here to stay. Unless, you know, you have a defensive-minded coach that comes in and completely changes it. Because, it, look, that happens every 10 years. Remember when Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl? Yeah. With, uh, who is it, Hasselbeck? Was their qu- I mean, they didn't, yeah. have, they didn't have a quarterback. They didn't have a fucking running back. And they had no one on the, that offensive team. Yeah, and when the Ravens won the fucking Super Bowl, too. Yeah. Same thing. I, same thing. And it's like, dude, you had you know Ray Lewis and the boys. You had Warren Sapp and the boys on, on Tampa Bay. Um, I, I, I partially look at this Bears team as doing something like this where I don't think you know their wide receivers are all that great on that team. Uh, I like their backfield, and I like Trubisky. But uh, that defense, whew, you put Khalil Mack in there, you have a chance to win every game, man, because of how great their defense is. Yeah, yeah. So, legit. Uh, but still, these guys are fucking – I mean, Drew Brees has a 127.3 rating right now. The highest – and we're pretty deep into the goddamn season. The highest ever is fucking uh, Aaron Rodgers at 122.5. Yeah. So he's he's five he, full points ahead of that right now. Not, not only is he, is he ahead of it, but nobody's even talking about him for the MVP. Yeah, I know, right? Everybody's now. saying Mahomes. Mahomes are girly. Yeah. Mahomes are girly. Look at what Drew, Drew Brees is doing, which is why I think he torches the Cowboys on Thursday night as a nice little yeah. reminder of like, hey, guys, it, I'm still here, and we, we've only lost one game. Remember when they torched the Rams? You and I were there at that game. Yeah. I, yeah, I think that you know people have overlooked him all year. He's got a chip on his shoulder. I I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints won the whole fucking thing. Um, yeah, I'm I'm starting to lean that way after the after I saw them beat the Rams. Uh, man, that's and I know that was in New Orleans and they play fucking tough at home. But uh, Breeze Breeze looks out of his mind right now. He's got like a 77 percent fucking completion rating. He's throwing 29 TDs and only two picks all year. It's fucking ridiculous. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, look, you're an amazing human as well, D'Anthony. I'm looking forward to this weekend's worth of games. And you know goddamn well next week is going to be huge because the playoffs will be set for college football. The bowl games will be set. Um, we're going to give you some some sneak peeks at that and some looksies. And last but not least, I promise you a couple fantasy gems heading into the playoffs. I love Josh Reynolds for uh, the wide receiver for the Rams. I picked him up in all of my leagues. Um I actually started him in the flex position. Uh, with, with Cooper Cup going down, he's taking over. He's a long, lanky receiver with good hands. He scored a couple TDs for me in that, uh, that Chiefs game. Uh, I like him. I would also start to look at these teams uh, with their backup running backs. If you have Todd Gurley, start to handcuff him now in case the Rams get home field. Uh, also, look at Kareem Hunt. Start to handcuff him with, uh, with Spencer Ware. Now's the time for these handcuffs where you're like, all right, great. You're going to hunker down for the playoffs, especially in ESPN leagues. They go through the whole, all the way through week 17, start to look at other backup quarterbacks. The guy that I, I really like, and if you have him, uh, congratulations if, if he's on a waiver wire by some miracle of Christ, is, is Cam Newton. Uh, the, the easiest last four games, the easiest schedule for the last four games of the year are the Carolina Panthers. And they're going to need to win all of those games. Um, I picked up Curtis Samuel this last week and started him. He scored a touchdown in a flex position because I had a, look. All of my team is is Rams and Chiefs essentially in all yep. of my leagues, and I was I, I was fucked. Um, but I picked up uh, Curtis Samuel. I streamed him. He scored a touchdown for me. I'd start to look at Samuel guys that are backing up these other guys uh, late in the year because that week 17 matchup is is a bitch for people, especially in these ESPN leagues and fantasy football where, look, let's say the Chiefs 
hold strong, Rams hold strong, Saints hold strong, and maybe New England, right? You got your four teams there. They might sit out that last week, or they might sit out the second half of that last week. It's going to fuck you. I can promise you that. So you've got to start stocking your bench full of players that will have a chance to play in these big games. And, uh, and the big game is, is, is week 17 because that's your Super Bowl. That's a lot of pride on the line. Uh, it's like Michigan fans. You've got to wait a whole fucking 364 days to try to get that trophy back. And in our league, we're playing for two signed Bears jerseys, the William Refrigerator Perry jersey, the uh, Mike Singletary jersey, and then the Underdogs League is going for the Rudy Rudiger jersey. Uh, for all you Notre Dame fans out there. So start stashing these players, man, in these ESPN leagues. We're all in ESPN leagues. Um, I'm not I'm not crazy about that. Are you crazy about that format in ESPN? No, I'm not. I, I'm not. But, you know, what are you going to do? Because we've got two-week playoffs apiece. Uh, top four teams get in. There's no buys. And then you're playing two weeks apiece. I actually don't mind playing two weeks apiece because it, it, somebody brought up a good point of, like, you get, you get to see how good your team really is. Because let's face it, I mean, my fantasy lineup this year has been absolutely disgusting. And I'm not, I'm not even saying this to brag. I'm saying this simply for the fact of if I lose with this team, it'll be because all of my teams are out during the final week of the season, which would yeah, really know, right? fucking suck because this is the greatest goddamn team ever assembled. I'm going to read it off to you because this is in our Drinking Bros Champions League. Um, D'Anthony and I picked uh, at the beginning of the season. D'Anthony hosts one league. I host the others. It was mandatory that you had to win a championship to get into this league. With that being said, here is my starters. And, and this is this is from the draft. I don't believe that I've traded. I've made, only made one trade in this league, and it wasn't, it wasn't even mine. Somebody offered it to me, and I took it. I'm st- I've got Pat Mahomes at quarterback. Drafted. Todd Gurley at running back. I drafted him. I've got Tevin Coleman, who, look, I, I think I had Devonta Freeman. He got hurt. This was my handcuff, starting Tevin Coleman. I've got Adam Thielen. I've got Tyreek Hill. Uh, all of these guys drafted, by the way, in this Champions League. Um, I just lost Jack Doyle for the year. So he was, he was doing pretty fucking good for me. Um, uh, and I, I drafted uh, Jimmy Graham. So I've got Jimmy Graham, and my backup now is, uh, is Greg Olson. Uh, Amari Cooper is in my flex position. Jaguars defense has let me down. That's probably my, my, my biggest regret on the year. I got Will Lutz, the kicker for uh, New Orleans. Now I'm going to go deep in my bench, and this is where it's really fucking key in leagues that it's, it's 17 weeks. Jarvis Landry is on my bench. Jimmy Graham is on my bench. Kirk Cousins is my backup quarterback. He's been fucking great this year. Uh, Calvin Ridley is on my bench. He's been fucking great this year. James White is on my bench. He's been fucking amazing this year. And then Josh Reynolds. So I've been picking up Reynolds in all of these leagues because I, I don't know. That's the greatest. I, like I, I was looking at some of the ESPN uh, numbers here for the, the, for the possible greatest outcomes that you could draft of a fantasy football team. This is almost number one. Like I'm only one player shy of drafting the perfect team essentially in this. And, uh, and I might fucking lose because this is going to go to week 17. And I look, I, I just might not have all of my starters in play. All of them are, yeah. uh, half of them are Rams and Chiefs. So you've got to start stocking this bench. I feel really good about this bench. I feel great about Kirk Cousins, all those guys. So start looking at these backup quarterbacks and all these things. And look, if Lamar Jackson has another fucking week like he's had the last couple weeks, he's averaging right around 22, 
20 to 22 points a game. Stash him on your bench, dude, for the playoffs because you never know. Yeah, you don't know who that last-minute guy is going to be either. Like some, uh, some team gets fucking pissed at their quarterback and decide to start somebody and the guy just starts showing out. Like uh, who's the backup in New York or uh, for the Giants? Some Packer Bocker. Um. <laughs> is, is, is Eli going to get pulled at some point? Yeah, know? I mean, look, if you're starting but, Eli um, anyways, uh, y- you have problems. Uh, I don't know about that kid in New York. Um, if I'm looking at, at people that are deep, I start going, you know, I start going in deeper leagues. I start going Case Keenum. If Kirk Cousins is somehow still out there as a backup, um, try to pick up him. I, I go, dude, I go, I go Lamar Jackson, man. If he's able to, to do these numbers, and I, I'd pick him up this week and just stash him on your bench for the rest of the year because, I mean, that, that could be a, a week 17 dream where he ends up running for 150 yards in one game. I don't even give yeah, a no fuck shit. if he passes for, for you know two yards in that game. You're still getting a shit ton of points out of him. I'd stash a guy like that. Uh, you know, and a Josh Reynolds and a, and again, a Spencer Ware. like these guys might end up spelling some of the big superstars. I don't know who the backup is for Todd Gurley. I I, I handcuff Gurley and get that motherfucker on there in case the Rams run the table and they don't have to play that last game. So, um, you know, these are some, these are some looksies, some peeksies. I I might, uh, might give some more attention to heading down the stretch. Let's say the saints shore up that, that one seed and they don't, they sit drew Brees. You know, maybe pick up Bridgewater. They're going to turn him loose on that last game of the year. So we'll see. Uh, big weekend, fun show. Looking forward to it, D'Anthony. Um, and as always, you can follow us on Drinking Bros Sports on Facebook and talk shit with us and bet with us on mybookie.com. Promo code Drinking Bros doubles your deposits from $100 all the way up to $3,000. For D'Anthony, D'Anthony, I'm Ross Patterson. We're the Drinking Bros. Good night, everyone. Thank you.